Hello, Dr. Dyke Drummond here at the home of TheHappyMD.com in beautiful Seattle, Washington. Welcome to the latest episode of the Physicians on Purpose podcast. Tools so you can recognize and prevent your own burnout. Stories of burnout put to its highest and best use and wellness leadership strategies. Everything you need to be a physician on purpose. Hello again, Dr. Dyke Drummond here from the home of thehappymd.com in beautiful Seattle, Washington, with the third of a series of brief trainings on basically how to take your practice back. And I want to make a point for going any further. Yes, I'm a burnout coach. A lot of what we talk about on our website is about burnout, but you don't have to be burned out to benefit from what we're going to teach you now. In the first video, we talked about the epic battle between your light worker essence, your urge to help and heal and make a difference, and the whirlwind of the modern practice of medicine and how in that battle, we're losing. Well, how do I know that? Well, the last major national U.S. survey of burnout rates in American doctors showed a 63% prevalence meaning on a snapshot of the day that the survey was administered, 63% of the folks who answered it were burned out. Now, I don't know about you, but if burnout is normal, it's not the mean, it's not the median, it's the mode. The most common result was burnout, 63%. Then I think we're losing the battle. Now, what we did in episode two was look at the origins of the whirlwind itself. And we discovered that your whirlwind, especially if you're an employee physician, is driven by your job description. And the job description is driven by your employer's revenue model. So right now, to a certain extent, your practice, what you learned to do over the time you were in residency and fellowship, the beautiful art form that you throw into play whenever you close the door and you're alone with the patient and their family. Your practice is being held hostage by your job description and ultimately by the revenue model of your employer. Now, is that a full-blown disaster? Do you need to run away screaming right now? Well, the answer is maybe, but let me help you position yourself on a continuum of severity here. Ready? And the way you position yourself is by listening to the little voice in your head. There's actually a continuum of phrases that will commonly come into your subconscious as a little voice that will tell you where you are on the continuum of severity here. How urgent it is that you do something now. That you do something now. Level one is where you say, man, I still like my patients. I still love being a doctor, but I really don't like this job. So you're not necessarily burned out, but man, your job isn't a perfect match for what you'd like to be doing with your practice. So it's perhaps time to make some changes. The second little voice option goes like this. I'm not sure how much longer I can keep going like this. That's definitely got a burnout flavor to it. How much longer do you want to keep going? Feeling like this is now perhaps time for a change. This third voice says, what's the use? 
I'm really not making a difference here. I don't know about you, but at that Lightworkers Fork, what I wanted to do was be a person who made a difference, a helper, a healer, somebody who worked with people in difficult times to make it better. So what's the use? Another warning sign. And the last one and the one that breaks my heart and the sign that if you want to continue to honor your light worker choice back in the day, it is definitely time to make some changes. That little voice goes like this. I don't know why I became a doctor in the first place. That's a situation where spiritually you've been separated from the purpose in your practice. You're approaching the breaking point where your spirit is broken. Not that you can't still be a doctor, but the whirlwind has snapped you away from the purpose that you held in your heart back when you made the choice to become a doctor in the first place. So maybe now is a time for change. Do you have to be burned out? No. Why would you want to make a change now? I mean, the easiest thing to do is just keep doing what you've always done. To keep up trying to survive day to day, just grind through it, put in enough time to get enough money to be able to retire. Well, let's just take a break for a second. Quick little reality check. I'm 64 years old. I'm old enough to have lost both my parents a beautiful stepmom died after just a one-month illness, lump in her throat one day, dead 30 days later, lost multiple of my college colleagues on the rugby team where I was the captain at Indiana University. I got to tell you, it's really clear to me you only get one shot. You only get one go round here. And there's a phrase that I learned to live by a long time ago. You don't get what you want in life, you get what you tolerate. Because if this practice is not worthy, worthy of your light worker essence, if this practice is not worthy, then this becomes an opportunity cost. This practice is occupying your time and your energy at a time when it could be better. Because I guarantee you one thing, it can get better. You can make changes that very quickly will turn around your experience of your practice Most likely here, but if not here, we can find you a different job and it'll make all the difference. How do you get started? This process is very simple, but don't let it fool you. It's incredibly powerful and we can't go further in the Take Back Your Practice action plan without clarity on this step. What we're going to do is create an ideal job description. It's best if you write it with a pen on paper. There's research to prove that that's true. So grab a piece of paper or your journal and write across the top of a fresh page my ideal practice description and date it. Because if you're actually beginning a process of transformation, of moving towards a more ideal practice, today's the beginning. Today's the start line. So go ahead and write it down. And write down the answers to this question. If I was in charge of my practice and could design it to be perfect for me, What kind of patients would you be seeing, doing what kind of things, for what kind of hours, and what kind of pay, on what kind of team, in what kind of organization, where in the world? What kind of patients, for what kind of hours and pay, and what kind of team, where in the world? Are you with me? Write it all down. And be patient because this isn't a 15-minute writing exercise. This takes weeks to bubble up. Some of these urges. Some of these processes have been in your brain ever since you chose to be a doctor in the first place. 
they've been stifled and stunted and obstructed, but now you get a chance to write down what you really want. Write it down if it comes up, even if you don't know how to make it happen, even if you think that it's impossible. And it usually takes two to four weeks for this to all wake up. So keep this piece of paper or your journal handy and imagine that you might have some shame and some guilt, some fear and some tears along the way. Write it all down. And when you feel like you're done, please run this ideal practice description by your significant other, your partner and a colleague, your most trusted, closest clinical colleague and ask them if they see anything that needs to be added to the list because they've heard you talk about it and it's not there yet. That's the only assignment for this week is to make your ideal practice description. Everything about building a more ideal practice, everything about your job satisfaction, everything about the honest expression of your light worker essence relies on your clarity on what would be ideal for you, what you would run towards. It becomes the target in everything that happens next. Now, let's see where you are right now. Ready? Here's another simple little exercise that's really powerful that'll allow you to position yourself where you are now in relation to your ideal practice description, your ideal job description. It'll allow you to position yourself, see where you are, see how much space there is between where you are and where you want to be. This is a two-circle Venn diagram I call the Physician's Venn of Happiness. Just two circles. And I want you to know that this is a circle of feelings. These circles are all about feelings. So you don't have to have a detailed ideal job description right now to be able to do this. So one circle is how this job feels, how your current job feels. The other circle is how you imagine your ideal job would feel how your current job feels, how your ideal job would feel, how much overlap does it feel like there is between those two circles right now? 20, 40, 60, 80%. What's your number? Well, what I find is that if it's 10, 20, 30, 40%, that's pretty uncomfortable. You would definitely benefit from making some changes. If you're 60, 70, 80%, you're feeling pretty good. However, Whatever your number is, if you would like it to be higher, the beginning of all change is calling things by their right name. You have to admit where it is. And whether it's 20 or 80%, if you want it to be higher, that's where we're headed. If you want it to be higher, this process will help you take it there. That's my expression of you don't have to be burned out. This is a practice optimization process. So, Work on your ideal job description. That's how you take your job, your practice, back from somebody else's job description, somebody else's revenue model, and make it your own. So that in this life, your expression of your lightworker essence can be fulfilled. And that you can live the life of meaning and purpose, make it a difference, that you chose at the Lightworkers Fork in the Road. Make the ideal job description. I'll see you in the next video and show you exactly how to march in the direction of that ideal job. Keep breathing and have a great rest of your day.